Pre-game coverage on Saturday, K-State hosting Texas for Harley Day. Ooh. Begins at 2 o'clock, Powercat game day. Cole Manbeck, Derek Young, and myself. Going to break down the Cats, Longhorns for two hours. Network takes over at 4. Official kickoff time for Saturday is 6.10. So if you thought, you know, oh, 6 o'clock, I got to rush. Well, at least you got an extra 10 minutes. Yeah, you're doing all right. A little buffer time, yeah. I suppose, to... Uh, Extra time to get to the stadium if you need it. 537-1350 is our number. We were scheduled to have Curry Sexton on in his normal time. Fortunately, I haven't heard back from him. He's a lawyer. I'm sure he's crazy busy. Not a big deal. We'll uh, hopefully catch up with him next week if he can join us in the next 10 or 12 minutes or so. He's keeping somebody out of jail. Right yeah, maybe. Now. We're trying to, put, you know, trying to maybe or take somebody in. for everything they got. Yeah! I don't know. Wait I, th- a minute. I think I'd rather be the uh, lawyer that takes everything you got. I don't want to lose. No. Heck no. What kind of lawyer? Would you want to be like a trial lawyer? I would want to be whatever you call a lawyer that just does class action lawsuits. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. settle, baby. Settle. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Let's get this wrapped up. Yeah, heard of a little thing called miso? Mesothelioma. Big bucks, baby. All day. Apparently I get- falling at shortstop, too, gets you to big bucks. Yeah. That, that's a story you got to hear. Dude. Wait, wait, say that again. I barely caught that. Um, so there was a lady when I was doing overnight. She slipped in the store. Slipped, even though on the footage it looks really intentional. But uh-huh. she fell. The ambulance came. They took her away. And then she came back like two hours later, and she was like, "What do I got to do? Uh, case of a lawsuit here?" And I was like, "I don't know." And well, then, then she contacted corporate, and then like a month later, she got five grand. So. Uh, first of all, shout out to, uh, the owners for handling that very well. I, I give a, uh, you know, okay. Yes. The, the lady's a scumbag. Um, and I mean, if they, if, you know, if they really wanted to fight it, they probably could have and won. Sure. But they, in the long run, probably just saved a ton of money by just like, oh, here's, we're going to lowball the hell out of this. Yeah, tell yeah. you what, I Because it could have been a lot more. Saved a ton of money by just offering a little bit of cash. But then that lady was going around saying she got 30K, which is not true. Wait, but... so she's still like coming back mm-hmm. into the store? I would mm-hmm. not let her back in. She comes in like. Every time I'm there, I see her. So she's gonna spend all her money there. <laughs> They're just getting her money back. <laughs> you sure you don't want a large forty-four ouncer? Yeah, go ahead. Slowly but surely, getting all the cash back, baby. When I, I the, the thing, the only thing I ran into is I caught a couple of kids one time stealing some candy bars. I just like put it back. You know, it was like sorry, they're like, sorry, sorry, sorry. But there was always this this wife and husband so you know of course if you bring in your own cup it's a little bit cheaper for the refill yeah yeah they always get new cups and then say oh it's they get like four 44 ounces be like oh i got some refills they're obviously brand new cups you go i just put those in the thing on the sleeve i put that sleeve in there i know what it is did you did you give them a hard time yeah i was like no you didn't I loved calling people out on their crap. <laughs> I got I had a lot at the fridge. Shout out to the fridge, eleven fifty Westport here in Manhattan. I saw a lot of stuff, but I let a little. I I just be like, whatever. It's not worth my time to 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 be here haggling. I did have this one guy. He was he was always coming. He'd always come in, and he put he had a 
thing, like Bacardi, Dragonberry. He'd have it. He had it on the counter, and he was like, gave me some money, and he was like three or four dollars short. And he was like, oh man, he's like, I could just come back and get you the the three or four bucks. It's just at my house. And he grabbed the bottle and he was like, you trust me, right? You trust me. You trust me. And I go, no, I don't trust you to go home and get you three or four bucks. Give me that back, dude. It was the weirdest situation I've ever been in. Like, I'm going to let you just walk out of here with booze for $4 off? Dude, get out of here. It was weird. How often would, like, kids come in and try to buy alcohol? All the time. All the time. And we got really good at spotting fake IDs. I, to this day, I can spot a fake ID from a mile away. It's, it's just automatic. Like, yep, fake. I was crushing people's dreams. But I was like, hey, you're going to come into the busiest liquor store in Manhattan and try to buy? Come on. You always go to the little places. That's what I did when I was a kid. You go to the little spot that they need the cash. You are like, man, you remind me when I was your age. No, I go the only get difference the heck out is of here. I could get away with it. I go you. get out of here. Child. I had sideburns when I was a thirteen year old. So get out of here. No, You're, I didn't let that slide. You ever thought about trimming up the beard again and just having the long sideburns? Some maybe some mutton chops. Always chop it up. I always do, but the wife is like, don't, yeah, don't ever do that. No. She likes a bushy beard no, and, a, likes and a, a mullet? Clo- she likes a close-cut beard and a mullet, but I just grow it out. Because I'm, I'm able to let her hound me for, uh, on it for a while. I can go for a while, but I can tell she's been staring at me weird. So the next couple of weeks, she's going to be wanting me to trim it up. I'm telling you, I mean, spitting image of Quinn Ewers. Thank you. If we just put you in a Canadian tuxedo. Dude, I, if one fit. You're selling jackets. <laughs> I'll wear it. If one fits, I'll wear it. I love that look, dude. I'm sure I bet Vanderbilt's would be very interested to work <laughs> something out with you. Shout All out right. to them. So we worked it out. Curry is ready to go. He is on the phone, ready to talk to us. All right, Curry. Um, here, the big question on Powercat Game Day is this week. I'm going to put you on the spot. It's okay if you got to think about it. So you maybe have seen it in the news that Vince Vaughn wants to make a <laughs> dodgeball two. But Ben Stiller isn't exactly on board yet. That just inspired the question of, do you have a favorite sports movie sequel? Oh, Major League Two, for sure. For sure. Some, the, Major League, yeah. the Major Leagues are, are awesome. I love them both. Um, I'm sure there are others that don't come. I mean, Mighty Ducks 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the trilogy there is pretty solid. I would say those two those two. Groups, you know, those two movie groups come to mind. Uh, but, but yeah, Major League One and Two are just are just dynamite. Yeah, I I agree with you. I, well, it's not my favorite, but you know, some just don't like Major League Two. Uh, they're like, you know, Rick the Wild Thing Vaughn sold out, and I'm like, no, it's it's good in its own way. It's not as great as the first one, but it's still so. I I like my Major League Back to the Miners. I do. I- I've only seen that a couple of times, and yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 uh it gets a lot of it catches a lot of flack, and it's it's a better movie than people than people give it credit for. What are you? What's your what's your favorite? What's your favorite sports movie sequel? Believe it or not, Karate Kid Part Two. Whoa! Ah, interesting. Interesting. Why? Uh, because it's first of all the kid that has actually shown up in in Cobra Kai the series. Mm-hmm. Who, yeah, I forget his name, but uh, if Paul was here, he could tell us everything. <laughs> but um, 
when they when they go over to Japan, I mean, the bad guys are like really good bad guys. Yeah, like good. they are jerks. Yeah, and I hate them. <laughs> and they did a really even in the in the third in the third uh, part of Karate Kid, the the flat top, uh, you know, the karate expert in in Terry Silver. Like they got Karate Kid had the best bad guys. <laughs> they did, they did. Sweet the leg, Johnny. That was rough, dude. As a little kid, I was like, "Oh my god, I don't want to join karate and get swept like so, that." Somehow they found a Jean Claude Van Damme kid that could actually act. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. I liked uh, Rudy too. I, I've never seen Rudy yeah, too. It was a. Uh, it was a. It's a, it's a movie about me. It was straight to DVD. Oh. Uh, they 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 found out they had an extra red shirt for him. So he went in to play against uh, Bowling Green and totally blew the game. And so they sent him back home to work in the uh, yeah. metal or whatever. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, so, it's a story after football. Yeah, it's really sad. <laughs> Sorry. I love that one. All right, Curry. What wasn't sad was 48 nothing against the number nine team in the country. Um, I was like just asking the question, your reaction. But I'm sure it's – I wasn't expecting that. that. That's exactly right. I – I don't think anybody could have predicted that. That was kind of, you know, that was what I kept saying on on Saturday was you could have you could have given me a number of potential outcomes and a K State forty eight to zero win would have been the last one that I would have would have agreed with. So obviously we'll take it anytime you can get a you know dominating win like that in the Big Twelve you will absolutely take it and run with it. Um, but yeah, just an unbelievable performance and and you know. Left everybody. Everybody leaving the, the stadium on Saturday was was just as giddy as I've seen them in a long, long time. Do you recall a game? I, I'm sure you know. Maybe players don't think like this. Well, maybe you do. I don't know. But you're expecting. All right, this is going to be a dog fight. This is going to be neck and neck to the bitter end, and then you just whoop their ass. Do, do you remember a couple of those? Yeah, I would say. I would say two that come to mind, and both of them were from the 2012 season. Mm-hmm. But um, Miami, you know, yep. I, I think we knew we were better than Miami that year. We were ranked, you know, they they were just an okay football team. But you know, there's still that perception of the U. So so that was one. And then the West Virginia game in 2012 was the second one. Obviously, at that point in time, we go up there in early October, and Geno Smith is is you know everybody's Heisman favorite. They're you know mid, early to middle stage of the season. Tavon Austin and Stedman Bailey are breaking records. Their offense is just, just you know, putting up numbers at an unbelievable clip. And then we go up there and just destroy them. Um, Colin Klein had like seven touchdowns. The defense just played with with Geno all night long. So that that's probably the most the, the the most appropriate answer. But those two games come to my mind. Chosen was the bad guy in Karate Kid Part Two. He was the nephew of one of the, the you know the sensei from Japan. The the uncle would go, Miyogi. That, that that was the big line. That was pretty good. You coward. <laughs> <laughs> you made me do the wax on, wax off. He got mad that he had to do wax on, wax off, and so now he always held the grudge against him. I, I, I'll never forget when he's just taking his right hand and on the side of the pinky. Oh yeah, he's just slamming it into like a just a gigantic piece of wood, oh. and it's like slightly dented from over the years. <laughs> yeah, like how? What can you learn from hey, that? Honestly? Let it go, pal. Good God. All right, okay. Let's get back on track. I I, I thought Curry, that's where you would go. Was <laughs> Miami and because. And West Virginia, like those two games, like I think K State was like a maybe a touchdown favorite in both of those, and yeah, it was just uh, 
complete butt kicking. So here is the the two hundred fifty thousand dollar question for the week. We heard from Colin Klein today. Adrian Martinez, he's been practicing all week. He's been full go, but still a game time decision. Um, have have you has it boggled your mind like mine and just about everybody else on like it's actually kind of questionable on like who should actually be the starting quarterback because Will has done so well the last couple of games. Has that gone through your mind? Certainly, certainly, and I, I think it's 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 not unreasonable to have that question. You know, you you think about just the the performances that, that Will has put on tape over the last two weeks. He's just been very very good. He's he's really brought a different dynamic to the offense. I think you know all of a sudden you're seeing receivers become you know focal points of the offense, and and I think in turn it's opened up some things for Deuce. And so I think just you know obviously it's 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 great to have two two you know really strong quarterbacks, but but as we all know at K State when you have you know when you have a, a little bit of a controversy that can also be a bad thing. Um, and so it's just one of those things. It's a blessing and a curse, but but you know very. Very fortunate to, ha- fortunate to have a guy like Will Howard to step in and, and take Adrian's place and, and, and just put on one of the one of the better performances at the quarterback position that we've seen in quite some time. So, I, I mean, do you lean a certain way? Uh, I mean, are yeah. You, okay, go ahead. I, I, I think I, I hate to say this because you know the little people. I think a lot of people see it as recency bias, but I think I, I think I would defer to Will, and that's no disrespect to Adrian, just because you know Adrian is is a tremendous quarterback. Um, no doubt in my mind that he can win, you know, he can win for us on Saturday and, and the remainder of the season. But I think that, that it, it, things just open up more. Um, you know, we, we are throwing, we are throwing the ball down the field and, and throwing the intermediate type routes way more now than we have all season long. And, and that's just spreading the defenses out, spreading the field. And again, it's opening running lanes for, for Deuce, for D, for DJ, for DJ, um, et cetera. And, and so I just think it's, you know what will brings to the table is just is just something that we are absolutely in, in in need of and and I don't know that Adrian you know can bring us the ability to throw the ball down the field and so with that and with the you know the way that you know some of these defenses have been stacking the box against us when it's Adrian and Deuce in the backfield I don't think they have the same ability to do so when when it's when it's will and Deuce and so I think with that being said and with the way that our receivers have played over the last two weeks I just think Will gives us a better chance to win week in and week out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been back and forth all week. I, I would feel bad, honestly, for Adrian if if you know if, if that decision was made and Adrian takes the back seat. Um, I I just hope that they don't play Adrian when he's not one hundred percent. I I just don't want to risk the injury of whatever he's dealing with. It just if it's not one hundred percent worsens it, and then you you definitely have to burn the red shirt at that point. And play Will because uh, he's going to probably have to go the rest of the year. But I, it's a yeah. complete tug of war. And that's and the the, the redshirt piece is obviously an important one as well. And I know with COVID, you know, I guess Will could technically be a sophomore. So if you redshirt him, you would potentially have three years left, yep. which would be you know pretty substantial given his given his some of his experience level already. My thought, my thing is, if 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 our coaching staff feels like Will is the better player and is the guy who's going to put us in the position to to win then then it's a no-brainer and i think it rather than trotting adrian back out there and and then opening up the possibility of having to bench him if, if things aren't going well 
I just think that's a scenario that we don't want to see. I think it'd be easier on Adrian. It'd be easier on the fan base, everyone involved, if they just kind of choose to go with Will. But if we get into a situation where they're jockeying them back and forth, whether it's Will or Adrian, then that's obviously where where everybody starts to get everybody starts to get split. Nobody wants to see or be a part of that. So, so my thought would be if Adrian, if, if the coaching staff feels like Will is the guy, then they just need to they just need to ride with him the rest of the year, barring any injury. Um, and Adrian seems like the type of kid, you know, professional guy who who would you know obviously be disappointed by a decision like that, but would probably handle it better than most. So I, I think you just you have to you have to look at what's best for the program and, and and from what I've seen from Will Howard in the last six or seven quarters of football, I just think he's the guy. Well, you said it a lot better than I have this week, but I've been leading Will Howard as well with going with the hot hand. Plus, you know, when I, as I've been doing today on my research on Texas to you know get ready for Power Cake Game Day on Saturday. Texas has been the best defense in Big 12 play against the run, allowing 116 per game, 3.2 yards per rush. I feel like you need the quarterback that can open up the offense and, you know, and, and you know, make the defense be ready for the run in the pass, be committed to both or, you know, be, you know, you know what I'm saying, open it up and be able to th- run the ball with success with throwing the football and it's going to be windy as well and heck, I think Will did a pretty good job playing against the wind. When he was down in uh, in Fort Worth, Texas, yeah, and, and and I guess I'll add one thing. I thought that that I thought that Saturday was was Colin Klein's best game as an offensive coordinator. I thought the way that he you know that he that he spread the ball around, um, and, you know, mixed in mixed in short, intermediate, and deep throws. You know, some of the the the, the, the tunnel screen to Cade Warner, uh, the, the the call on fourth and ten on the first drive of the game. You know some some of that stuff, the deep out routes that we saw, you know that we saw Malik catch, and I believe Kate catch in one instance, the the inside fade that, that that Brooks caught a touchdown on. Those are just things that we haven't seen all season because I think when Adrian's in, those those just really aren't on the script. And so I think Will's play and his abilities have opened opened the, the playbook up and have has has have given Colin Klein more more you know more leeway with with what he has on the table. And I think there's a lot of value in that because, again, I mean, you you, you think about I, – I use this analogy because you're starting to see it more in college football, but the NBA has become a game that is totally predicated on spacing. And I think basketball generally is predicated on spacing. And and I think that, that football is that way as well. And if we don't have an ability to stretch the defense out by, by splitting guys out and, 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 and having them be credible threats, then that poses problems with our ability to run the ball and really run the ball effectively. And I think again with with Adrian, it allows teams to pack the box or you know pack the paint as it as you would refer to it in basketball. And I think with with Will, we just they don't have that luxury. They have to spread out and pay really close attention to the guys we have on the outside who are and have shown to be dynamic playmakers when they have the opportunity. So. I again, I just think that that it just opens the playbook for Colin Klein, and, and he showed on on Saturday um, that with an open playbook, he he's got a he's got a pretty creative mindset. Well, Curry, to wrap up here, I'll get your prediction here. Another factor to me is Daniel Green, of course. He's another game time decision for Saturday against Texas, and you got some powerful running backs back there with Bijan Robinson and and Roshan Johnson, who and Roshan, you know, he ran for like a buck seventy last year against the K State defense. You're gonna want to bet. You're gonna want your best tacklers out there, especially if you got to go one on one with those guys. But game tackling is gonna be key to me. 
You going to go with the Cats this Saturday? I am. I am. I think, uh, you know, I've seen enough of Texas, and and uh, obviously they have some really dynamic playmakers in, in Robinson and, and Johnson and, and Worthy. But I think, you know, Quinn Ewers has got a ton of, he's got a ton of talent, but he's a guy that, you know, he's a young kid. He, he's got a lot of, you know, he's, he's pretty green. And I think we've seen him struggle a little bit as the year goes on. He struggled against Iowa State, who runs a very similar defense um, as we do. And, and he, and he struggled against Oklahoma State on the road and really made some questionable decisions. And so I think as long as we, as long as we can contain the run game to a, to a degree, um, I think we will be fine. I think our defense is, you know, made up of, of, of some pretty good tacklers. You know, you think about some of the guys on the back end who have the ability to fly downhill and make plays. Um, if those guys are healthy and ready to go, I really like our chances on Saturday. Well, Curry, you know, I always appreciate your time, and I can't wait to talk to you next week about another K-State victory. Thanks for your time. I hope so. You guys have a good one. It's Curry Sexton, former K-State wide receiver here on the game. I loved his breakdown. I mean, it's way better than what I was saying. I just kind of... I, he, well, well said uh, by Adrian making an argument for Will uh, for by Curry making an argument for Will Howard on Saturday. I want to ask him, and I want to throw it out there without being a like a stirrer. You know, he said that the some of the throws aren't in the script for Adrian Martinez, and they are for Will. Does that strike you as odd, considering? that Adrian threw the ball a lot at Nebraska. I mean, you would think after four years that those kind of throws would be in the play, you know, it'd be like, yeah, we can do that. Do you, is there any part of you that thinks maybe he wasn't 100% to begin with and he's just kind of been banged up the whole time he's been here? Well, I, I, I think about the shoulder, and I don't think he has the zip. I'm talking about Adrian. I don't think he has the zip that he once had. Right. Uh, I I think he tends more to lob it. Don't see quite the you know the fastball as I as as much as I was expecting mm-hmm. to see the fastball. I think that's a difference that Will Howard. That's something he does have. Um, and I you know to bring up another point about you know Will Howard and what the difference has been. I think Malik Knowles is a great example. Yeah. Um, Malik has had two really good games last couple of outings. Yes. I think he's about 250 yards in the last three. His last game was a career game. In receptions, he was over 100 yards. He didn't score. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, Curry did a lot of convincing there for me. Uh, and, and, I mean, it's like we go back. We've been talking. Like, if Adrian Martinez is 100%, you think – Obviously, you go with him. What if he ain't going to get 100%? You know what I mean? Like, what if it's just not going to happen? What if he's always going to be a little dinged up? The shoulder's still hurting him or whatever. Whatever he's got, lower body stuff now. Maybe he's just never, maybe he's going to stay nicked up the whole season. Maybe it's what the doctor orders is rest for him. And in a regular sense, it'd be like weeks and weeks and weeks. You know, like maybe we're not going to have, maybe K-State's not going to have the luxury of sitting will because Adrian's hurt. I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to speculate, and I don't want to put that on anybody. But it just seems odd to me. I, I'm. I'm not a smart man. I'm a simple guy. And when you say that those throws, it doesn't seem like it's in the script from a player's perspective. I go. That's weird. Considering the guy threw the ball all over the field 
for four years. I mean, threw it all over. It's just odd. It's just weird. All right, when we come back, let's make our picks for Week 10 in college football. Mitch in Vegas after the break. Okay, before we get to the picks, uh, I, oh boy, I'm I'm just gonna say what I'm feeling. Oh my god, I'm, I'm not gonna be cautious anymore. I'm not gonna be worrying about hurting anybody's feelings. Here we go. Maybe put being a K State employee away for a second and just tell you how I'm truly feeling. I want Will Howard to start. Okay, I do. Mm. It's a huge game, mm. and Colin Klein said it's a game time decision. If we need to see warm-ups yeah. and see if he is full go and we can't make a decision until we go in the locker room while the band is playing the alma mater and the Wildcat March, if we have to wait until a decision is made then for Adrian Martinez to start, it's got to be Will Howard. Give him another week. Go, take another week, man. Get, get, get right. Get right. Will's got this. Nobody is losing a red shirt. No. It's nothing against Adrian Martinez. No, absolutely not. Love the guy. And I I have been cautious about saying this, but I want it to be Will Howard. I honestly do. Boy, I mean, I I appreciate you going out and doing that, but I thought it was was something even worse. I thought you were going to finally tell everybody how you feel about Big Steve. No, I've just just been towing the line. I just... Yeah, yeah. You know, I just don't want to rip it and say, <laughs> Will Howard or die, you know? <laughs> no. It's, again, nothing against 9 a.m. Yeah, yeah. Love him to death. Yeah. And I'm glad he's here. Just hot hand, opens up the offense. I feel like it's more dual threat. I like it, dude. I like where you're I would go at. with the 100% quarterback who just got you a 48 nothing victory along with the defense, of course. But, mm. you know, he was a huge part of it. Yeah. Carried off the freaking field. I mean, Hopefully that doesn't go to his head. I mean, we don't need no Will Howard ego now. I mean, but. is he going to turn into Big Bill Howard now? You know what I'm saying? Just keep it to Will. Okay. All right, let's get to some picks. You know how we do it. Our first game is the game Saturday at Bill Snyder Family Stadium. Uh, by the way, welcome back to the game. Mitch Fortner, I don't think we said our names all day. No. David G, Travion Berklin, wearing his uh, New York City MTV hoodie. I honestly really like it. Uh, the MTV logo upside down for the dub and new. Number 24, Texas at K-State. Cats are 13th in the country, according to the college football playoff ranking. You know, breaking down Will Howard versus Adrian Martinez on who should start, it's like, <laughs> it's kind of like putting a ranking together for the college football playoff. I <laughs> test who's the hot hand, who's who's been better lately. and Who do I just like? You know, yeah. who do I have my gut feeling on? For sure, dude. Uh, Texas is a two-and-a-half point favorite. Troy's not here, but he did make his picks. He's going Cats. Once again, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna bet with my heart and not my head. I'm going cats all day. Give me them points, baby. You know me. I'm going cats all the way. Yeah, yeah. I feel like K State's gonna go to the Big Twelve Championship. Obviously, have to get over this hurdle. Yeah. And uh, absolutely taking the cats. I I'm, I'm surprised. Why am I getting a call from Topeka? It must be a scammer. <laughs> um, all right, game number two is out of the Big Twelve as well. Number 18, Oklahoma State at Kansas. The line right now, I don't know. It may have moved today because I'll get to it in just a second why. But it's even right now, 230 FS1. Why it's starting to move in KU's favor is because there's a chance Jalen Daniels comes back. Also, Spencer Sanders might not play. 
for Oklahoma State. Apparently injured late in the game against K-State. Those are the rumors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I will say, Troy, I am guessing he didn't know that information because he picked the pokes. Yeah. But I've seen that the, the line move into KU's favor as the favorite. I really think that they are uh, Oklahoma State might just be a broken team. They they really take to take a shellacking like that even on the road. Yeah, it's embarrassing. It's pretty embarrassing, and they just look pretty beat up. So I'm gonna I've got to go with the home team. Let's go even. I mean, pick them. Come on. Yeah, we kept it as a pick them, even though the the line is moving. Um, if if. What I said previously is true, and it's the case. Um, I don't even know who the backup QB for Oklahoma State is. Isn't that uh, Gundy? Oh, that's right. Well, I mean, he looked a little shaky, (laughs) and I'm literally yeah, literally looked shaky. That stinks for him. That'll always be. But I don't, I don't know if he is truly the backup quarterback. I just think maybe old dad wanted him to uh, get in the game for a little. Get in there, son. Lead us back. Well, and if it is Gundy, I'm absolutely taking KU. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean Jason, if, even if it's Jason Bean. So, uh, you know what? As for right now, congrats, Kansas. Yeah. Bowl eligible. I think they're going to smash. Uh, next is Iowa at Purdue. This is our game out of the Big Ten. Purdue, a four-point favorite, 11 a.m. on FS1. Troy is taking the Boilermakers. Yeah. I'm going to take them to laying the points at home. I think they're going to thrash Iowa. You know, Iowa might be facing its worst defense. Uh, their offense might be facing the worst defense they've seen this year, well, at least in the Big Ten. Uh, but I will take the, the Boilermakers to cover the four. All right, the big one out of the SEC is number one, Vols, at number three, Dogs. And Georgia, the home team, eight-point favorite, 230 on CBS. Troy is taking Georgia. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the surprise. I'm gonna take the number one team in the nation, man. Give me eight wow. points. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Plus, I haven't picked a road team yet. These so. are the top two offenses in the country. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting a shootout. I'm expecting something similar to Tennessee, Alabama. I yeah. think this game, Tennessee and Georgia, will rival just how entertaining Ooh. that game in uh, in Knoxville was. When K State had their bye week, and uh, the, of course the field goal was right after TCU beat Oklahoma <laughs> State at home yeah. in overtime, I, I, I'm expecting a close game, so I'm obviously going to be taking Tennessee uh, plus eight points mm-hmm. to the ACC. We have three, uh, two more games left. Plus, good for Wildcat first downs. Number 21 Wake Forest is a four point favorite at number 22 NC State, seven o'clock ACC Network, and Troy's taking Wake. The Demon Deacons. I know literally nothing. <laughs> uh, I mean, I tried to watch NC State, but they're just boring. I'm going to take NC State because they're at home. That's that's it. And well, points. Uh, Wake Forest had a surprising, just absolute embarrassment debacle at Louisville. Oh, NC State though. I I think they're now without their their starting QB. Oh God, if I remember correctly. Um, so I'm going to take Wake Forest. There you go to cover the four points. Um, but it's not like I. Cover or I watch ACC football that closely. It's I just tough. pick a game for him every week. You go into NC State, it's tough to come out with a victory there, Mitch. And then out of the Pac-12, Cal at number nine, USC with the Trojans, a 21-and-a-half-point favorite. 9-30, it's Pac-12 after dark on ESPN. Troy's going to take the home team, USC. You know, it's crazy the separation between the teams in the Pac-12. Like, there's the good ones, and then the rest stink. 
Cal, one of them. I'm going to take USC giving up 21 and a half. Yeah, Cal, um, they don't turn it over much. And USC is the best team in the country in forcing turnovers. Ah. Cal is, though, they're, they're not a good defense. They're 100th in the country in total defense. I think there's, you know, over a span of 60 minutes, I think USC can put together a 24-point advantage yeah. uh, for the at the gun. So uh, give me USC to cover 21 and a half. And then finally, good for a Wildcat first downs. I'm going to keep it at 13 and a half for this game against between K-State and Texas. So Troy is taking the over. You taking the over or the under of 13 and a half? I'm going to go under. Had, by the way, we had 16 last week. Cool. I'm going to go under because we're just going to be scoring first downs. First down, first and 10, boom, touchdown, 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 touchdown all day. Honestly, um, that would be insane. <laughs> that would be my my dream come true. I would just, I'd just lay down and die right there. Um, if anybody is a Texas fan and they're listening right now, call in real quick five three seven thirteen fifty so I could just horns down you through the phone. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take the over. Uh, and then our standings coming into this week, I'm in last place at 22 and 31. Troy's in first place at 30 and 23, so I'm eight games back. The people three back at 27 and 26. Deej, a game back of the people, 26 and 27. Dang. Troy and Deej had the best week last week at four and three. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to wrap up the show with number one song and Ask Us Anything next. Yesterday, all my troubles seemed so far away. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Suddenly, I'm not half the man I used to be. There's a shadow hanging over me. Yesterday came suddenly Why she had to go I don't know she wouldn't say I said something wrong Now I long for yesterday This is when the Beatles prove that they can flip a script from 65, Yesterday by the Beatles, four weeks at number one. They're from Liverpool. Liverpool. John, Paul, George, Ringo. You know, many consider them the best of all time. They've influenced many musicians, and they've sold the most albums. And they're all in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, not only as a band, but also individually, all of them. And uh, Rolling Stones named them the greatest artists in history, and Rolling St- or, uh, Time Magazine has named them among the 20th century most 100 most influential people. All four of them. Wow. It's hard to say they're not. You know. You know. Uh, yeah. You'd have to build a pretty good case to say they're not. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I dare anybody to make a case that they're you know off of influence sales. I mean, everything you can put together in, in a music argument to say that you're better than the Beatles. I mean, but personal de- taste. Yes, you can say my favorite band is better than the Beatles. A lot sure. of people think the Beatles are overrated, but I mean, they were quite the trailblazers. Um, and another, of course, like two minute, eight second song or something like that. <laughs> two, I think it's 205. Uh, 
17 studio albums, 50 top 40 hits. I mean, 50 top 40 hits. I mean, geez Louise. Uh, and this was their 10th of 20 number ones. There's another argument. They had 20 number one hits in the United States. Nobody has topped that or tied. Who's in second place? I had this as a trivia question when I hosted trivia. Apparently got a couple of questions wrong. T-Swift? No, not even close. Oh. Uh, Mariah Carey. Oh, really? Is number two in 19. She has, she has 19 number one. Yeah, believe it or not. Sheepers, creepers. Um, so this is a gloomy song. So it's about a guy whose girl has left and has gone away. Instead of moving on with his life, he dreams of yesterday when they were still together. It's quite contrast, like I said earlier, of all the Beatles hits previously. Paul McCartney wrote this song and was the only Beatle to play on it. It was the first time a Beatle recorded without the others. There's also a string quartet in the song. And uh, George Martin, their producer, suggested adding the quartet. But Paul was like, oh, no, George. We're a rock and roll band. I don't think it's a good idea. I Try and do my Liverpool accent. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. You gotta hang in there. Whenever you do, Paul, you have to be like, you know, you know, you know, whimsical. Just hang in there. That old Paul, I'm trying to do, I used to be able to do John Lennon. He has a, you know, I think he has the more uh, impersonating accent. George Harrison's fantastic. He always is like. Pretty good George Harrison. Yeah, he's always. I don't know what it is about him. He's always he's very elastic. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So if you didn't know, yesterday is the most covered pop song of all time. Oh. It has been covered over three thousand times by recording artists. Wow. That's yeah, a lot. Wow. And that is a Guinness World Record. And for years it was also the song with the most radio plays, but until ninety nine BMI said it actually is You've Lost That Love and Feeling. Oh, that man. That passed it. But it's been this way for a long time. There is somewhere in this world this song is being broadcasted at all times. Wow. Somewhere in the world. That's crazy. Is that real? That is real. Oh, my God. Now, here are some artists that have covered this song. Boys to Men, Ray Charles, In Vogue, Marianne Faithful. Marvin Gaye, Tom Jones, Elvis, Frank Sinatra, The Supremes, Andy Williams, Tammy Wynette. They've all covered it among, of course, thousands of others. Now, uh, uh, Paul McCartney, rather, had to ask Michael Jackson, believe it or not, to use this song in a movie. Because it was after Michael Jackson outbid Paul McCartney for the Beatles discography and the publishing rights. And the movie was uh, Give My Regards to Broad Street. Terrible movie. I've never seen it. It's pretty bad. Um, but this this whole thing as well, when Michael Jackson outbid Paul, they were close. Yeah. Not they were boys, and that tore them apart. Yeah. It's business. And he's like, oh, it's just business. Well, the kicker as well is Paul McCartney taught Michael Jackson how to manage your publishing rights, taught oh. him about the business. Ugh. And then Michael pulls a fast one. To have to ask permission to like use your own song, man. Oof. The biz is tough, dude. But what was? But how did Michael Jackson respond? He said, "Of course, yes." That, that was a, that was his answer. That's really yes. Good. Yeah. After I use it in the Nike commercial, it's no revolution ain't about selling a pair of sneakers. I remember he said that he got mad. This song is on the top 500 songs for Rolling Stone all time. Where's it at, DG? 
What, you said what was it? Top 500 for Rolling Stone all-time songs. 126. Did you already look at it, Travion? I have not. I'm going to guess like it's got to be in the top 50, so I'm going to say like 48. 72. Oh! oh. 72. Right Pretty good. All right. Song's over. I'm waiting for another one. There it is. Ayo. Kind of scared me. All right. Deej, what do you got for some Ask Us Anything? Hey, Dazen, though, Saturday, uh, after the Cats take care of business, uh, uh, Dimitri <laughs> Bival, Gilberto, yeah. uh, Gilberto Ramirez. It's 12 rounds, man. It's going to be a great fight. Um, Today is National Sandwich Day. Is is a hamburger, are hamburgers and hot dogs sandwiches, in your opinion? Not a hot dog. Age-old question. Hmm. I, I've always considered, like, okay, my argument is, would I put ketchup on a on a sandwich? I mean, to me, that's a really I don't think anybody would put ketchup on a sandwich. Wow, that's a really good point. What if it's a BLT? I don't personally. Do you, do you put ketchup on BLTs? I don't, but I know people that do. Oof. Uh, I think America would call them freaks. I would <laughs> fight that person, man. I would have some words with them outside. Here, take it outside, Bob. Ugh. A ketchup on BLT? Oh, no, 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 real, no, no. Real quick, have you guys ever had a weird tr- twitch in your wrist? Mm. I have this weird twitch right now on my wrist. Sometimes on the top of my, like, forearm. It'll go... Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Has anybody seen scanners? <laughs> I think it's going to come out. It's just weird. Um, Hey, what's uh, what celebrity does everybody love and you think is probably a psychopath? You go, I don't think they're cool at all. Megan Trainer. <laughs> Damn, that's left field, but that's great. Well, I mean, answer. Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. the stories that come out about her, I am shocked, man. Um, that she's a jerk? Yeah, she's terrible. Um, what's the guy from Jackass? Um, Steve-O? Not Steve-O, but the other guy. Chris Pontius? Pontius. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. yeah. He talked about how she he was like, she was so mean, banging heaters left and right and just yelling at people. Yeah, like, chain, believe it or not, hey, Ellen DeGeneres fan, she's a chain smoker, that's apparently. That's crazy, dude. That blows my mind. Maybe not a chain smoker, but it's, she's a smoker. It's oh. crazy the perspective we have of celebrities and what they actually do. It's insane. It is. And we just think like, oh, she dances on TV. She's got to be nice. How much time do we have? I was going to get us out at 59. So, Oh, so we can go the rest Mm -hmm, of the way? mm -hmm. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Uh, Deej, have you ever met a celebrity? Steve-O. Oh, you met Steve-O? I met Steve-O in Las Vegas. Uh, No, we were just in the casino hanging out, having a good time, and this girl came down, and was like, do you guys know who Steve-O is? We're like, yeah. It was at the height of their their stuff. So he wasn't sober yet? No. And he didn't talk. He didn't say one word to the guys in the group. He just talked to all the girls that were with us. He was like, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, whatever, man. How many times did he say yeah, dude? A thousand. I love his I love his podcast. He's so he's got a lot to say and he's he knows everybody. Um I'm I wish him well, but he was not cool to me at he all. He had Paris on there and that was a really good interview. Yeah. That's cool. That was really cool. Well, we're under thirty seconds to go. I just want to say I've had a fun week. Yeah. And uh best of luck to uh whoever starts a quarterback on Saturday for the Cats. Argument over. I'm not going to make any more uh, <laughs> any more statements. I'm just going to say kickoff at 6. Parker game day at 2. Listen to Troy starting right now on B with pregame. Rock Creek hosting Heston in the playoffs at 3A. Go Cats.